Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's can I... awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org app. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Locked on Giants. I'm your host, Art Stapleton of The Record. You can follow all of my coverage of the New York Giants on NorthJersey.com and in the print editions of The Record. For subscription information, make sure you email me at stapleton at NorthJersey.com. It's Locked on Giants. We're back. Another week for the Giants, and this is a nice build-up to rookie minicamp. Uh, media will be back in attendance on Friday. They actually, Ben McAdoo switched up the rookie minicamp schedule from what Tom Coughlin had. Uh, we used to have two days of access during the rookie minicamp, but Ben McAdoo only has one day for the media. It's Friday. The players will be there all weekend leading up to Mother's Day on Sunday, and then the, the rookies... Uh, will be in the building, I believe, to continue the off-season training program right up on through. Uh, so you should hear at some point this week, if not Friday morning, the Giants' rookie draft class should be signing their contracts. Most, if not all, will get done. Uh, the rookie wage scale and the way everything is set up now It's very rare for a holdout like we saw last year with Joey Bosa and the Chargers. Uh, If there's an opportunity to get guys under contract, they usually do. Uh, So expect that. Expect all guys to be there on Friday. I don't see any reason at this point. From what I understand, it doesn't look like anybody has any, uh, any fourth semester for their school year or actually it would be a trimester to keep the guys away which is what happened last year to Paul Perkins because US UCLA was still in session so Perkins couldn't be in attendance for much of the offseason program came back for the rookie for the veteran minicamp which is the 13th to the 15th of June so rookie minicamp, what is it? I figured that's what we would talk about today, just in terms of what to expect. Um, you know what you'll be watching. You know now last year was a great opportunity because we got to see the number one pick, Eli Apple, on one side of the ball, and the number two pick, Sterling Shepard, on the other side of the ball. And I actually had video of the first time they matched up against one another in uh, team drills. And it was a play that Apple got beat at the line of scrimmage, tugged at Shepard, could have been a penalty. Shepard then beat him long, but Apple recovered. The ball went through Shepard's hands, bounced up in the air, and Apple intercepted it. So there could have been a penalty flag. There certainly was something for, for Shepard to learn from. Uh, absolutely something that Apple could have learned from. And it's kind of funny because that was the day that 
it was reinforced the idea that Eli Apple would have to watch for the grabbing, especially at the top of the routes. He got beat right off the line of scrimmage and did some grabbing. So the the rookie mini camps are always hit or miss. The years where the offensive linemen are their first round picks, like Pew and Flowers, really wasn't much to watch. Uh, this year, obviously, we'll take another step forward in having Davis Webb be the quarterback. Now, I don't know about you, but my style isn't necessarily to be grading Davis Webb based on his first day of rookie camp. As I said, if you looked at last year, you would have said Sterling Shepard dropped the first ball thrown to him, and Eli Manning, uh, Eli, Eli Apple committed a penalty on the first pass thrown at him. So, when it comes to Davis Webb's performance, it'll just kind of be fun to see him out on the field, see what kind of ball he throws, especially if it's one of those windy days on Friday and we're outdoors. It'll be late afternoon. The way the schedule is set up right now, we will talk to select players in the morning starting at around 11.15 or so, plus the two coordinators, well, actually three coordinators, but uh, talking to Tom Quinn, special teams coordinator now in the spring, is kind of a uh, fruitless situation um, to get a gauge as to where special teams are. But uh, if the Giants make him available, we'll talk to them too, I'm sure. But uh, talking to Mike Sullivan, offensive coordinator, Steve Spagnola, defensive coordinator, that'll be interesting to, to kind of get their sense, their takes on their new draft picks. Uh, got four on the offensive side of the ball. Actually, yeah, four on the offensive side of the ball, two on the defensive side of the ball. I think, to me, what I'm looking at the the first round pick, the the draft class as a whole, when I'm looking at this class, uh, the guy that intrigues me most right now is Dalvin Tomlinson. I want to see him move. I want to see him out on the field. I actually want to talk to him because he seemed to be a very engaging guy on a conference call. You know, it's hard to be engaging on a conference call, and he was that. So I'm interested to see how he deals with Friday. Obviously, he's used to uh, somewhat of media attention at Alabama, but let's be honest, he wasn't the marquee guy at Alabama, so it's not like he got the media crush that could be waiting for him on Friday. Uh, But he just seems like an interesting guy, pretty smooth uh, in terms of dealing with, with the media. So I would say, you know, I think if you look at this draft class, the guy that's going to Garner the most attention Friday will be Davis Webb, understandably. But I do think that Dalvin Tomlinson is the guy who will have the biggest impact in year one with the Giants. Now, if you're looking at if you're looking at the situation with you know the offensive linemen, you're not going to gauge much during on the field stuff. You want to see Evan Ingram. Out on the field, you know, Davis Webb to Evan Ingram, that'll be fun. But 
who's guarding Evan Ingram and at rookie minicamp? I would imagine that you're going to see some guys. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see Dante Dion uh, out there at rookie minicamp. Wouldn't surprise me to see Michael Hunter maybe participating in rookie minicamp. You know, sometimes the Giants bring some of the guys who were on their practice squad last year or involved in the program uh, to come out and help, especially at positions that they need depth at. And corner is certainly a spot. So wouldn't surprise me to see Dante Dion out, uh, out there, uh, just using him as an example. You know, a guy who spent the season on practice squad IR. Uh, I could see Dion out there. You know, a couple, couple memories from rookie minicamp a couple years ago. Giants had uh, former Rutgers guy, he's a Jersey guy, Brandon Bing. Uh, and he came and participated in the rookie minicamp after he spent the previous season at practice squad. And Bing was making plays all over the field to the point where at one point he picked the, whoever the quarterback was at the time and brought back a pick six. And Perry Fuel was the defensive coordinator at the time. And Bing's nickname, of course, for Soprano fans it was Bada. So I just remember hearing Perry Fuel yelling, Go Bada, go Bada, go Bada, when he actually returned that pick six in a rookie minicamp. So Brandon Bing never played one game for the Giants, one down for the Giants, but he kind of lives in that rookie minicamp lore. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if there are any of those kind of guys who emerge on Friday. Of course, there's uh, Travis Rudolph, wide receiver from Florida State. He's uh, an inspirational guy, obviously. Uh, you've read the story. I'll have something more this week. But, you know, I want to see him out on the field. You know, how does he move? How does he fit in? The, do the... The coaches give him an opportunity early. A guy like Rudolph, they have a, you have a couple other guys who uh, have been signed as undrafted free agents. You know, are these guys that they're going to like to keep around? Uh, I would imagine there are also some veteran tryouts this weekend uh, that are trying to make this team. Guys who want to come, you know, maybe first or second year guys. I think it's a good opportunity for corners maybe this week, since there are no corners in their draft class to really come out and make a statement. There's been a lot, obviously a lot talked about regarding the offensive tackles and where do they fit, Wheeler and Dunker as undrafted free agents, and also Biznawati as the sixth round pick. You know, all those guys are going to be in the mix, but it's kind of hard to get a read in rookie minicamp. You know, the only time you will you will see guys kind of get bailed on is if somehow they come in and they just don't look right. If their body has changed since the combine or since the East-West trying game or since pro days, and somehow you look at them and you go, wait a minute, something's gone on with this guy. And that could happen, but you're not really going to be judging what goes on on the field. So back to that uh, Friday schedule. After we have media access for interviews up to around lunchtime, what we're going to have, make sure you check out on my Twitter account, on Periscope, myself and my colleague at the record, Tara Sullivan. We'll do a Giants Periscope probably around 1 o'clock on Friday. I'll give you more information out on my Twitter account. 
and put it out on all social media channels to let you know. So mark it in your calendars. We'll do a Q&A chat, uh, likely Friday at 1 o'clock. That'll be after the first session of interviews. So maybe we can drop some info on, uh, on what the coordinator said. And uh, then practice is late afternoon. I believe it ends around 4.20. And at that time, Ben McAdoo will meet the media. And then we'll have another round of interviews of rookies. Uh, the Giants usually look to make all of their draft class guys available. Uh, and then obviously, if there's anybody in the undrafted free agents or tryouts that's at the camp, uh, they'll be requested. And then if the Giants uh, bring them out, that'll happen. Uh, and then after Friday, there's no media attention, no media availability again until May 22nd. That'll be the first OTA that the media will be in the building. So that'll be players on the field, still voluntary, but on the field with the coaches. So we'll get to watch a little bit of team practice uh, out there. No contact. So it'll be May 22nd. Then I believe it's May 30th for the next OTA that we are at. And that's the day after Memorial Day. Then it's the first week of June for the next OTA availability. And then obviously, as I told you, the 13th to the 15th in June, the veteran minicamp, which is mandatory for everyone on the roster uh, to be there. And that'll be a fun three days where, again, we'll get coordinator access. We'll get uh, Ben McAdoo and obviously select players. So it'll be an interesting week. We'll see what else we can come up with this week. If you have any questions, any ideas for shows this week, things you want to know or want me to talk about, please send them along. You could send them to my work email, stapleton at northjersey.com, or send them to lockdowngiants at gmail.com. So thanks for listening to today, and uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. So appreciate you listening, and we'll talk soon. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.